It takes money. Would you rather an undead army or an obedient dog? Sorry, I'm confused. Are you uh, homosexual or are you just waiting in line with a friend? Both. (laughs) (laughs) My flaps are billowing in the wind. Flap, clap, clap, flap, clap. I will invest in your dick. (laughs) Yeah, Jeets. She gave me some pain. Way Sebo. Way Sebo. Queen Radio. It's in ramblings. You're autocorrect off the chain this week. What are you doing? Is it? Yeah, have you been like, I don't know, you got slippery fingers or something. <laughs> I've got a new phone, so it's not accustomed to me yet, I think. Oh, okay, you're yeah. still getting in the in the groove of it. But it's the same basic, like it's still an iPhone. Also, I'm just greasier. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> just real greasy. Yeah, it really seems <laughs> yeah. it. Like, what was it the other day? I've gotten you- into Greco-Roman wrestling. <laughs> sure. <laughs> This is this is what you know what I was looking for. Oh, yeah, baby oil all over. It, it really needs some explanation. It's like you're texting me about lube the other day. <laughs> I did. Yeah, well, I think you. Were, what did you try and write? You said massive lube instead of massive line. <laughs> yeah, I said I went into the bathroom. There's a massive lube <laughs> in the women's toilets. I mean, not completely out of place, I suppose. But If you're going to put it anywhere, the women's toilets is the best place for a massive lube. Sure, good to know. <laughs> and then just yesterday, you said, hit me, hit me there. <laughs> just in response. Like, I think you said, you meant to say, got me there. Right. But did it sound like but, I was just like asking for it, daddy? Yeah. There, like daddy. either you've got a new phone taken up Greco wrestling, whatever. Right. Or it's just being very revealing. Oh, but like, like my taught, new phone's kinky. Well, it just teaches you. Like, <laughs> it's like this is the kind of thing that Vicky's been talking about. I don't mm. know. Now she's got a new boyfriend. Like, well, it's all about lube and <laughs> hitting, you hitting. Know. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know what you make of this. I just, I was giggling as the podcast started because I just tried to text a friend saying, you'll waste all your money on crap you don't need. And instead I sent him, don't waste all your money on veal you don't know. <laughs> I mean, also salient advice. advice. Salient. Is a- <laughs> I think it's great advice. Yeah. Always spend your money on known veal. I mean, if you were going to buy veal. <laughs> Better the veal you know. I would say so. <laughs> yeah, too so- many good, we've lost too many good souls to... To folks buying unknown veal. <laughs> you getting that back alley shit and it just, you know, does not go well. I just feel like the veal, you know, is a bit depressing though. Like, did you know it before it was veal? Like, <laughs> when it was a baby cow? Yeah, if that's my option, I'd probably not prefer to know the veal. <laughs> it's like... Uh, yeah, I want unknown veal. Yeah, don't spend money on veal you don't know. Yeah, 800 grams of pork and some of Alexander, please. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> don't waste your money on that. <laughs> Just a shed a tear, me and the butcher, as he uh, carves off a little leg or whatever. <laughs> What's up, everybody? This has been... And this is Vicky. And this is episode 178 of Insane Ramblings. You brought Would you up- go veal you don't know or do know? Well, now that you've phrased it like that, I think I don't want to know my veal. (laughs) (laughs) Or any of the meats. (laughs) You prefer a big reveal? Hell. Yeah, I thought so. Thank you. You're welcome. Do you prefer a big line or a big lube when you get to the bathroom? I mean, it really depends on... What the line. (laughs) Almost. (laughs) Yeah. I mean... Just like, it seems threatening if I walk into the toilets and there's a giant lube. And slippery. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that, but also like, what's going to happen to me in here? Exactly. That's the question. Like, I need some more context. I can't just... If the 
if it's just like a hey line or lube choose now line i'm going line yeah me too (laughs) (laughs) right but if it's like some sort of lube giveaway that's good (laughs) (laughs) true i'd prefer free lube than a free line as i've always said no i'm just saying like if i walk into a room yeah and I don't know what's in there and I see a giant lube in there. I'm yeah. probably turning around and walking straight out. What do, when you say a giant lube. <laughs> in my did, mind, it's a big, like, I don't know why, because I assume this is not how lube comes. I don't even know. Don't pretend but, you're not ordering <laughs> giant lube on Amazon. In my mind, I know you've got like a weekly shipment coming. <laughs> I don't need it. I've got a giant one. You know how No, you get, that's like, how much lube you're going through. <laughs> right. You know how you get a pump top? Like, yeah. um, like hand, hand soap. wash? Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm thinking. But like as big as the room. Yeah, yeah. It's like novelty size, like one of those giant checks. Yeah, but, but and it's like a hand washing where you just like press the top and like a big splash. <laughs> like, you know, like goo in like Nickelodeon Yeah, shows. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like you've been slimed. Yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was imagining. You? Yeah, like I was thinking more of a um, like a jar of Vaseline kind of like there like maybe a screw top. Oh, gross! How do you turn it off? <laughs> I mean, it's you hope that your hands aren't pre-lubed when you're <laughs> turning the <laughs> yeah, lid. That's right. You're like, oh, this thing is never coming off. <laughs> Just stuck with this with giant you. lube forever. <laughs> it's like you have to go buy like a small tube of lube. At the- <laughs> At the general store and the sh- the checkout clerk will be like, don't you have that giant lube still? I'm like, yeah, I can't get it open. I'm too lubed up. Coming in lube. It's like giving the man a, like a million dollar note. Right. It's like, I can't spend I can't this anywhere. This. Yeah. yeah. What am I going to do with this? Right. I'm going to have to buy some Tic Tacs. No one's giving me change. Exactly. Yeah. I'm going to have to spend this on a house. That's about it. Yeah. Is there anything worse? Give a man a giant lube and he'll <laughs> lube for a day. But teach a man to giant lube. <laughs> okay, question. Before I get onto a different topic instead. Giant lube or giant luge? <laughs> well, they would... In your house. Surely they go hand in hand. <laughs> you can only pick one. I've got to lube up and then luge. luge down. Yeah, right? As we've always said. Lube up, luge down. Yeah. Well, last time I went luging... <laughs> mm. I did get like some severe like skin burn. Yeah. yeah, I came off the uh, off the cart and I lost my watch. I almost like lost my hat and I had like massive burns all over my arms right. from the the luge. And it was still fun. I went again, but the, I'm gonna get over that. You would lube next time. Well, I don't know. What I'm like, I don't need that much lube either. <laughs> Well, which are you going for? In your house, you have a giant luge or a giant luge. I guess the luge. I could charge yeah, entry. Yeah, me too. Oh, I would. It'd just be fun. You just want to be the one person. Like, you're Michael Jackson with Wonderland. It's well, like, do you think Vicky's, it would get old? Vicky's going down a luge again. Yeah, Everyone's just-, just on the outsides of your you know, property, just watching as you just luge <laughs> day after day. Well, I don't know if you did this as a kid, but, like, did you ever draw, like, your dream house and I had, like, a water slide from your room to the bathroom and then, like, a robot would, like, carry you, yeah. you know, to the breakfast and then, like, your pants would get put on? I always dreamed of a water slide from our balcony, which was, like, the second floor to the pool. Oh, that Because that seemed feasible. Yeah. And... That's really feasible. Yeah. Your parents fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> well, sadly, they didn't take advice from me as a 13-year-old. 
<laughs> on uh, the design of the know, house. Yeah, in terms of uh, the priority of renovations. It's yeah. like, hey, we've only got one bathroom for four people. Why don't we get another one of those you know before what you won't, we get the giant water slide? You know what you won't need if you... you what, know? we're all going to pee in the pool? Just slide it. <laughs> you don't need to pee in the pool. <laughs> but yes. Um, I mean... It's an option. It's an option, but guests might judge us. It's like... <laughs> in the pool, how would they know? Well, Are like, you going to tell them? No, but surely, like, the bathrooms... There's a wait... There's a giant line <laughs> at the bathroom. <laughs> You're right. Um, <laughs> We've got four people. Well, one's in there, so three people. I assume we're having a party of some oh, kind. Oh, right, okay. And everyone's like, for some reason, why in movies do people, like, cross their legs and hold their crotch? Well, how else are you supposed to indicate that you need to pee? Right? Have you ever done that? Maybe as a kid. Yeah, exactly. I don't think it helps. Maybe a little bit. Tricking? Well, it's one of those things, like, I've really, like, I've been to movies really need to pee. Yeah. But it's like, oh, surely this has only got, like, 15 minutes left. Like, I can hold it. Yeah. And then 15 minutes goes by and you're like, well, it's got to have only like less than 15 minutes now. Yeah, surely. Right. And then like an hour later, you still haven't gone to the bathroom, but it's like the climax of the film. And you're like, well, <laughs> well it's got to only have 15 minutes I left. Yeah. And like, this is the best bit. I can't right. leave now. It's like, shit, I should really should have left an hour ago. He's putting the ring in the flames. <laughs> yeah. And in that situation, I'll often find like a spot where it's like, okay, I'm good. Like my I bladder. Do not move. Yeah. Right. My bladder is like about to burst, but as long as I basically don't shift my body weight, it's bearable. Right. Okay. And then you like, you know, just kind of get uncomfortable in that position. It's like, oh, got to find a new position. (laughs) It's found that corner of the bladder. Yeah. So I guess that that's kind of the tactic. Like if you looked at me from an outsider's perspective, I'm probably not going to be in a normal, hey, Ben looks comfortable position. Yeah. It's like, why is he jamming his crotch on the... Handrail. Well, I don't know that I'd necessarily look like I'm crossing my legs and doing the pee dance like <laughs> every cartoon seems to make it out to be, but I'd probably still be like, I'm giving you one word responses. Oh, yeah. And You're I'm, not pleased. Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah, concentrating not on the film at all. No. Just on my bladder, essentially, <laughs> and, you know, holding Most it. Most enjoyable way to watch a film. Yeah. I've had movies ruined by that, basically. <laughs> Where did we start with this? Oh, yeah, your giant house. Giant lube or giant lube? Yeah, right. So anyway, <laughs> that's what you drew as a house. Was there anything else that like we used to do it when we were like five? Yeah, I guess ball pit was always right? up there. But like looking back, I don't know how much fun that would have been day in day out. Well, you get sick of it. But also like mine was like I don't remember specifically, but it would be like a water slide from my bedroom to the kitchen that would deposit me in the like breakfast chair where pancakes would arrive. Yeah. What if I forgot something? <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're li- really living in this Wallace and Gromit-esque mansion right. that like everything is automated, surely you can send one of your robots to get whatever you forgot. I guess. But I was like, I never really built that in. Like, I guess I'd be climbing back up the slide at night. But yeah, you've got like a fireman's pole to get <laughs> between floors, but like... then just, No stairs. Yeah, a real you know, ladder or something that you have to climb. It's like, oh, the down part seems fun, but the up part, <laughs> not, not, not sure so I'm sold on that. And also like every morning and be like, oh, fuck the water slide again. <laughs> and I never really fathomed, like I'd be arriving at breakfast, like dripping wet and I'd be eating pancakes every day and essentially getting no exercise. You don't think walking up those stairs to the top of the water slide is going to be <laughs> a good workout? I didn't, I didn't put that uh, part in. <laughs> well, you know who we should ask is mm. Google. Because they've got a slide at their head offices. It's got to get old. Like, what if you're in a bad mood? Surely that's there to cheer you up. Do you reckon? Or you're like, 
I'm just going to have an angry slide today. <laughs> That's what I mean. You feel like an idiot. Well, it depends if you like... You have an angry slide. <laughs> it depends if Like, the... what if you slide down, like, looking grumpy? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. It's like, it's got to be based on the attention that you're getting. Oh, oh so like, like, what if the person at the bottom, you're about to fire them? Like, do you come down looking, well, my... like, empathic, <laughs> but firm? Like... That was a great slide. It's almost like you were lubed up from that giant lube. Yeah. Anyway, you're out of here. Sorry. You'll slide out real fast, you yeah. find. Take the luge out. Yeah, that's right. Lube up, slide out the door, you're done. Now, like what I've heard about the Google slide is that it's a basically a ritual for new employees. Oh, when they come, you got to go like, down the slide. Yeah. And so in that kind of situation, yeah, I'm not like, yay, slide, because everyone's kind of watching... The employees are probably over it by that time. Yeah. It's like, oh, great. I'm now supposed to be... Another dude slide. Yeah, dude, like last week I invented Google Maps, right. the most useful thing on the entire internet. <laughs> now I'm and watching a man slide. Yeah, you're tearing me away from that. Like I was going to add my house in, but sure. No worries. I'll... We'll watch Gary from Finance. <laughs> yeah, he's probably going to quit after three weeks anyway. <laughs> after all the mandatory sliding you're making yeah, us doing. Yeah, that's right. No one can get anything done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're all... Slides every day. Slides... It's like slide o'clock. I forgot. <laughs> Shit. No, I know exactly what you mean. I left a job recently on good terms, but they threw me a farewell and I could not think of anything worse. I was like, this is not for me. It can't be for me. Like I know ostensibly it's for me, yeah. but I don't want it or need it. I would like to just leave and we all act like nothing ever happened. What was the farewell? Was it like after work drinks kind of thing? Also, they've organized two things. Yeah, that's excessive. But even one thing is excessive. So there was like a afternoon tea that went for an hour on my final day of work. Yeah, too long. I don't want it at all. Well, especially because as the guest of honor, you can't mm. just leave. You can Like if you're going to one of those events, it's like, all right, I'll make an appearance right. for someone else's. And it's like after you know 20 minutes, I'm done. Then I can disappear. But if you're the one who's no. supposed to be being celebrated, you can't just be like, all right, difficult. yeah, see ah, you guys. I'm yeah, done. Yeah, exactly. Well, what makes it hard as well is I was hoping to go home early because it was my last day. Oh, uh, yeah, right. <laughs> I was like, surely they'll cut me a couple of hours early and I'll be out of here, yeah. you know, enjoy my afternoon. Oh, contraire. <laughs> I would be there later. Yeah. But also, I don't want to be the center of attention with colleagues. No, I'm with you. Save it for the podcast. Uh, right? <laughs> exactly. And like you always have to like awkwardly hear people give you like half-hearted compliments about how great it's been working with you. Yeah. It's just awkward. Like just I'll meet you at midnight. We'll like drive our cars up window to window, pass a card through the cracks and I'll drive <laughs> away. That's how I want it done. It, even the card seems like more than I would want. Just the uh, head nod. Like when you uh, see someone you know, driving the same car as you. Yeah, right. Just like that nod of recognition is like, yeah. You used to work here. Right. (laughs) Sure did. That was about the extent of our interaction when I did work. Right. Why should it be any different now that I I don't? Right. I don't want things to change. I liked what we had. It's like when you see someone from high school or whatever. Right. It's like just because we were in the same grade. Why are we talking to each other now? Like we never spoke back then. No. Like This is more interaction than we had back then. Yeah. I know it was like a very slim chance that we would run into each other on the streets like this. Sure. So, like, maybe there should be some kind of head nod for that. Like, hey, look at that. We beat the odds. <laughs> right. Go, you know, buy a lottery ticket or something because sure. you're having a you know, lucky day. But I don't need to know everything that you've been doing since high school. It's like someone's like so... Like, I recently had a friend um, who's been in China for, like, the last year. Mm. 
And he's like, so what's been going on? I was like, what, since I saw you a year ago? Like, that, am I supposed to recap the whole year? Well, that's the problem I had. Obviously, I lived in Japan for two years and people would be like, how was Japan? I'm like, it varied. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? It was two years of my life. Yeah. There were ups and there were downs. Yeah, pretty much. It's not like it was a short trip. I'm like... You know, I went through a relationship. I had a couple of different jobs. I yeah. went through a breakup. I traveled a lot. Which part do we mean? Breakup bad, Japan fun. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Some work, okay. Other work, bad. But at least in that scenario, you could probably just pick one anecdote. And it's like, hey, sure. this was like the time I went to Tokyo Disney. Or this was my the time I got caught in the monsoon or something. Sure. Like at least you've got... A go-to. I guess so, but then I just get white noise in my ears. I know, me too. I kind of, (laughs) like, I freeze up because, like, ten things kind of, like, flood my brain at once. And none of them are good enough to be, like, well, this is the one story that I chose. Uh, Trains are fast. It's like, yeah, it's like, (laughs) I saw... Brooke Satchwell last week. <laughs> he's like, what? Out of a okay. year? You had like... Brooke Satchwell's the highlight? Like, uh, you put me on the spot. He's like, yeah, well, I was like, oh, cool. You saw her. Like, did you speak to her? I was like, no, yeah. I just passed her on the street. Right. It's like, oh, that's not really a story. Did then. you head not her? She wouldn't have known. <laughs> she was at a restaurant doing her thing. I feel like I want to become like a celebrity where like if I know we're hanging out together, mm. I get to send you my list of... You send me your list of questions. I get time Like to... you're doing a talk show appearance. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. You send me the list of questions. Here's the pre-interview. Here's the pre-interview. This is what you'll be asked to talk about. I can get some good stuff off yeah. the top of the dome then. <laughs> On the top of the dome, ready to go. And I can veto some questions I don't want to answer. Like, how's your boyfriend? Like, ooh, we broke up. Don't want to talk about that. Take that off. How's your dog? Ooh, ben killed it. Don't want to talk about yeah. that. <laughs> we didn't break up, in case you were wondering. That's good. Hmm. Sorry, one babe. one thing. <laughs> Sorry, hon. It's apologizing for not breaking up. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> one thing that we do at work that I quite like mm-hmm. is we merge the celebrations often. I thought that was going to say murder. Yeah. It's like <laughs> Vicky's murder. leaving. I don't want to go through the agony of her farewell party. So I guess we just got to kill her. It's like she won't exist to us anyway. Like we're not going to need her. I would have preferred it. <laughs> I actually would. So... Usually we'll go out to lunch when there's new team members joining. But oh, yeah. then it will also be like, oh, coincidentally, it's Vicky's last day this week. Let's just claim this lunches for oh, all perfect. of those. Yeah. So at least like that three events can kind of get condensed down to one. Well, I love my birthday, as you know. So at my job two jobs ago, someone found out that I love my birthday and but the only way they're finding this out is if you're telling them. Oh, surely. I did. Like a friend. I have a friend colleague who betrayed me. You've confided in one person and what a mistake that was. I mean, what have we learned? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I confided in one person who I thought was a friend. I love my birthday. Can't wait. It's going to be great. So we usually had a birthday in the month, like March people. You had a celebration for everyone yeah, at work. we do the same thing. It's great. Good job, management. I can't eat cake every day, nor do I want that level of attention. Anyway, she told our boss that I love my birthday, thus ruining it. Why? What happened? Well, they didn't celebrate me at the March event. What, they, they wanted to like single you out because it's like, oh, it's not going to be special if it's everyone's birthday. Indeed. Okay. That's the extent of the story. So I was like, I got missed. Like somehow I've... 
I don't know. Like I, again, I should buy a lottery ticket because I got so lucky. I didn't have to be celebrated on my birthday. But were you pleased about the fact that you were missed? Oh yeah. Okay. Cause I was thinking like, I'm not even good enough to get lumped in with the rest of no, them. No, no. Oh, lump away. If you can't forget, this is work, not yeah. friends. No, so I get don't that. listen, <laughs> Ben. Yeah. But yeah, no, friends, I... you better be like setting off confetti cannons <laughs> over the river and fireworks. Yeah. Colleagues, if you can't forget entirely, please lump me in with everybody else. So what but what does the lumping entail? Like you don't have to do anything specifically. Like at my work, an email goes out and it's like, these are the March birthdays. Yes. Is that the extent of it at your place? No, or? there was like a, we had a cake and like an afternoon tea once a month. For yeah, but like birthdays. they don't like, you know, specifically sing happy birthday to you or something. Oh, contraire. Okay. Anyway, so I got forgotten and I was like, happy birthday to me. But on purpose or like... Well, okay. funny you should ask. Because yeah, it was like early March, March 6th or something. And I'm like a bit later in March. And I was like, oh my gosh, I got missed. Happy birthday to me. Yeah. This is so great. Au contraire. Someone told my boss who really liked me that I love my birthday. So I got a special singular birthday <laughs> on my birthday. And what did that entail? My own cake, my own event, bit of an afternoon tea. I didn't realize you were such like... Singing. Keeping your head down at work as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah? Under the radar. Because I, I figure like the early days of the podcast, you'd come in here. It's like, I got in trouble at work again. You know, so-and-so and me like just don't get on. Like that was like obviously like 10 jobs yes. ago. <laughs> I just assumed that that was the Vicky... The work, Vicky, that we were still rolling with. I no. didn't know that you had adopted my head down lifestyle. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> as little as attention as possible. And when I had my own birthday, it ruined my birthday. So thanks for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so what? Like, did everyone have to gather around and sing you happy birthday? Yeah. Or? It reminds me, like I've told this story before, but when I was in Fiji, and my dad organized a band to come over. Like there was like oh, kind of like yeah, three like this. ukulele players yeah, yeah, or something yeah. to sing happy birthday while they brought out a cake. They did it minutes after an old woman woman tripped over a step <laughs> and like smashed her face in. Yeah, it was like bleeding everywhere. Yeah, she's like bleeding from the mouth oh. while like, you know, her whole family kind of crowds around and tries to like nurse her back to health. And she's like moaning in the background of my happy birthday. <laughs> Fuck me, dead. That's bad. Yeah, it was like being sung to is already awkward because you don't know what to do in that moment. You just have to like Bear smile it. and kind of be like, yep. Bear it. It's me. Like you can't like join in the singing or anything. You just got to. I kind of do the bit of the head wobble to the tune. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, but there's no great solution. Is no. There? And yeah, so that kind of just amped it up. So just be grateful there was no dying person yeah. next to you. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about perspective. Speaking of being a child. Yeah. Change, uh, change lanes a little, change years. Two change lanes. It's a slower lane. Okay. Or a faster lane. <laughs> You're familiar with manual cars. <laughs> How dumb do you feel when you can't, even if it's difficult, do what appears to be like a manual task? Like, I, for example, yeah. the other day I was out with a colleague mm-hmm. doing some work together and we had to go to someone's house and I couldn't get through the gate. Like, I couldn't open it. No, uh, I couldn't yeah. get through. <laughs> I knew how gates work And it was so embarrassing Like for five minutes I was trying to like Pull the thing And lift the thing And push it Yeah and Especially if they Like oh let me try And they do it instantly Oh yeah Yeah <laughs> Yeah It's bad Ugh. It was so embarrassing It was just the worst thing ever And I'm like I think because you saw me Struggle with all the different directions Is why you got it Yeah they've learned from your mistake Yeah But 
obviously it feels like I'm just an idiot who doesn't know how to open a gate. That's how I felt. I yeah. was like, no, this is a tricky gate. Au but, contraire. But they get to just gloat and it's like, huh, Vicky doesn't even know how to open a gate. I guess what she doesn't know how to do a job. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> like if she can't do this, then what are the chances that she can, you know, do the complex <laughs> tasks that we've already assigned her? I know, right? I feel like I should have just been like slobbering in the gutter. Like, mm, yeah, okay. I, I guess I'll just suck my thumb while you go do the heavy lifting. That's now. how I felt. Exactly. I'm like, I'll just sit here and like, I'll, you know, color in yeah. quietly. And don't disturb the adults. Yeah, did he just give you like a single pat on the head while uh, <laughs> he went through the gate and like, no, 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 you stay here until you learn how to open it. <laughs> this is an intelligence test. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Have you ever had that happen? Any like menial, simple task you couldn't do? Oh, not like in front of a coworker that comes to mind. It's usually things like you'll try to open a jar mm-hmm. for like ten minutes, and then you like hand it to someone. And it's like, yeah, good luck opening it, buddy, and then. It's like in the second You're like what the fuck ah, I like, know It's like there okay, was like Iron Man Yeah Like all of a sudden There was like a secret latch That right. they just knew how to do <laughs> It's like one of those Child safety Screw yeah, tops like on, and stuff. Yeah, yeah Like was there a trick to that Or did I just Seriously loosen it or, that's, am that's, I do, or am I a dummy But it's like I, It's usually just Strength related Yeah And so it's like I can't be that much Weaker than this person like what like what's yeah. your secret like, everyone's like here comes ben noodle arms yeah like i've been banging <laughs> that jar against the uh right against the bench for like, like the I was last 15 minutes cutting it with diamonds yeah <laughs> and it was cutting the diamonds yeah yeah no it always makes you feel like oh my inferior i know right yeah happened to me the other day i hated myself <laughs> <laughs> that's why i quit yeah worth it <laughs> yeah, i wouldn't want to show my face <laughs> but we touched on the massive line at yeah. the start of the show mm-hmm I feel like there was a story there that we need to hear. Oh, my God. I had the most amazing thing happen. So I went grocery shopping, right? I had to break a 20 because I was paying $10 cash for something online. So I need to break 20. So I was like, oh, I'll just pick up a couple of items. I've just moved house for the new house. So I got toilet paper and deodorant. And then as I was like checking out, I, I don't take a bag or anything. So it was like two items and, you know, it's environmentally conscious and you have to pay extra for the bags and all that. Yeah, usually I'm not trying to be environmentally conscious. I just am by virtue of forgetting that we've gotten rid of plastic bags now. (laughs) Like what percentage of the time do you remember to take a bag with you when you're going shopping? One. But I'm lucky because I've got, I'm a girl and I carry a very big handbag. Yeah, that's So like I can't get a weekly grocery shop in there, but like I can get a fair few items. Because I uh, live over... A food work so we basically like i don't do a weekly shop too often no neither it's just like oh, i need something today or for tomorrow i'll just go down when i think of it mm. and so at least that way i'm not like wasting a whole bunch of stuff that i never get to yeah exactly and so like it's gotten a little better now like i'm probably down to like five percent of the time i remember but like what in june or something of last year's when they got rid oh, of plastic yeah. bags so it's like a good like seven eight months now yeah it's it it went from as you say like one two percent of the time to remember to like five percent now it's like <laughs> it takes that long to just I know, like to retrain um, your monkey brain yeah I know. I'm like I'm an I'm a monkey inside <laughs> and it's not like I'm deciding like oh I'm you know on my way home I've been driving I didn't put any bags in the You're car like, I'm gonna go get this now off to the supermarket yeah and yeah. I get like halfway there I'm like Damn fuck it. I forgot again <laughs> like every time I don't know how this keeps happening. And so I have to like juggle my purchases back home. <laughs> it's especially bad if you've got something like, as you say, like toilet paper that's like big and bulky. Yeah. 
Now, like, I also hate just buying toilet paper on its own. Oh, my God. Especially a big one. Yeah. Like, if you're getting the jumbo pack... Because like if that embarrasses the well, embarrasses the crap out. <laughs> well, good oh thing you got all that toilet paper. I know, right? I hate that. That is my pet hate. If you're getting like the jumbo, like sixty four rolls, I'd rather be dead than you buy, buy sixty four rolls at a time. It's cheapest. I'm, I'm not denying that part, but that's just a lot of toilet paper. <laughs> well, I don't have that much room in my house for sixty four oh, rolls. Just, I sleep on it. You may as well. You mm, get some kind throne of, of lies yeah. and a mattress made of toilet paper. <laughs> Because it makes it feel like it was an emergency. I, I know, think. right? It's like, like I didn't buy I anything else. I feel like I else. run like down there with like my pants halfway down yeah. my butt with like my boxes. <laughs> like I'm running real fast. Like I had to throw my pants back on mid-toilet trip. Right. Because like if you just buy like a Coca-Cola, people aren't like, oh, he really needed that Coca-Cola no, now. that's right. If you're buying toilet paper as part of a weekly shop, it's just like, oh yeah. Oh yeah, he needed Sometime during the week, he's going to need that. But when it's just like... Oh, I need one thing of giant toilet paper. Like, yeah, he's going to use all of that right yeah. now. No, I literally feel like I've come out of the toilet and there's like a toilet paper like thing like running out of my leg, <laughs> you know, like a, a, a strand like, right. running down my pants and my pants are like halfway down my butt and I'm holding them up and running. That's yep. how I feel on the inside. Yeah. So, okay. Anyway, so I need, I was moving house. So I needed toilet paper for the new house. So yep. I wasn't going to use it right away. Au contraire. <laughs> <laughs> As I was checking out. So I threw the deodorant in my bags, plenty of space. And, um, did you just buy the deodorant so it didn't seem like you were only buying toilet paper? No, I got a stinky butt. Sure. <laughs> I needed that right now. <laughs> right. No, I just needed deodorant because I packed my deodorant at the bottom of a box. And then I was like, wait, which box goddamn is this in? second. Yeah. <laughs> also, like I haven't. It's a long story, but I'm house sitting basically for the first week. I am in my own apartment. So I haven't unpacked properly yet. Yeah. So I've packed my deodorant. Well done. And it's, yeah, it's I'm not, a big idiot. It's not getting unpacked anytime soon. I loves to smell my own butt. I don't know what you want me to say. <laughs> Wish I hadn't have talked over that. That would have made a perfect <laughs> clip for the intro. <laughs> anyway, so and then I needed to use the bathroom. And I was like carrying a massive... I'm not that big. I think like 12 rolls yeah. of toilet paper for the new place. And I was like, great, I'm going to go to the public toilet here because it's quite urgent and I'm really far away from my house and stuff because I was picking stuff up from far, far away. I was like, it's going to look like I've brought my own toilet paper. Like, oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm a four-ply. Yeah, you're <laughs> free single-ply, single-sheet stuff. Not good enough for no, this, but... right? Like, I was like, great. I'm going to look terrible. Yeah. So anyway, I forgot you were dealing with the princess of poop over here. Yeah, right? It's like the princess of the pee. Like, I can feel it through the seven plies. Yeah. So I was like, great. I'm going to look like an absolutely obnoxious moron that brings their own toilet paper to the toilet. Because it's the only thing that it seems like I've got on me from the grocery <laughs> shop. But if I saw that, I don't know if I would be like offended. Or would you think I'm the cleaner? Was my other thought. Yeah, maybe. But if you're not wearing like a uniform or something. I was like, anyway. I, I'd probably think like, I appreciate this person <laughs> coming prepared. <laughs> a... I agree with you. The uh, free toilet paper does tend to suck. Oh, the worst. Working in a hospital, life's not worth living. <laughs> and uh, B, you're clearly a woman of taste. Thank it's you. like I can, I appreciate your multiple ply, you know, scented, quilted choice there. They were quilted and recycled. Very nice. Thank you. Anyway, so I got there and there was a massive lube. Sorry, autocorrect line. Mm. <laughs> so I'm standing in this giant line of women. And I'm like peering around and there's one toilet. And so I like, I'm like, oh, 
you know, like casually saying to the ladies in front of me, how come no one's using that one? Yeah. Like and there's they, a free cubicle. Uh, yeah, yeah. Free cubicle. And they were like, oh, no toilet paper. And they like, mm. looked at my toilet paper and looked at the toilet. And I was like, <laughs> wait a minute. Yeah. Raised my eyebrows and went on in. And the lady, like all the ladies at the front laughed and there was one lady who clapped briefly. Nice, yeah. See, that's, <laughs> that's what you want, like the end of a teen movie where everyone gives you the standing ovation and slow clap. Yeah, it wasn't quite that good. It was just kind of like a general little like titter of yeah. laughter and someone was like... Well done. Yeah. So I went in and um, used my own toilet paper and left a roll for mankind. But you did skip to the front of the line. Yeah, I'm not giving other people a roll to go in first. They're not using it. No, I, this was going to be my question because... You did tell me the story during the week. I didn't get that mm-hmm. particular detail. We talked about last episode, the etiquette of line, uh, you know, standing in line. If you're the only person that can make the item work, you can jump the line, I say. I agree. Okay. I'm on, I'm on your side with this one. I was just okay. wondering, like, did you just give the role to the person at the front and speed up the line? Or you're like, no. hey, I'm the hero in this scenario. I'm saving the day. I get to go first. Well, it was more. Yeah. No, I went on in. And so you should. Yeah, I, I agree. Just, I just think like we were brainstorming scenarios on how to jump the queue or how to even save the spot. I think we discovered one. If you carry can, toilet paper, absolutely everywhere. Yeah, I've uh, I've got another incident of good and bad line etiquette okay. that happened during the week. Sure. We uh, we went to St Kilda Festival on the weekend. Well, we kind of went. <laughs> <laughs> it's the country's like biggest free music festival at one point i ended up in line for there's like a 18 plus area where Mm -hmm. you can drink and uh you know that kind of stuff oh yeah i didn't line up for that because everyone in the 18 plus area was over 50 (laughs) (laughs) like didn't you find that weird it wasn't the case when i was there i mean there was some over 50s but it certainly wasn't like just over 50s right when i was going past it like there was the main area, which is all ages. Yeah. And then the like over 18 area. And I was like, oh, I might feel like a drink. Should we line up? Because you could go straight into the all ages. We had to line up for the over uh, See, I just kind of got ushered in by the crowd to the 18 plus by accident. Right. I didn't okay. even intend to go there on you know the first instance. Oh, young man. Yeah. How uh, you have suffered. I did say you can go there to drink and stuff. It's like, it's basically drink. just to drink. That's it. It's like you can't like vote or something. <laughs> you can go there to drink and vote. Yeah. It's so weird. <laughs> uh, you know, all the typical 18 plus, you can drive. But yeah. like not drinking and drive, you got to pick a lane. <laughs> so I, uh, yeah, I get in line. Mm-hmm. We discussed last episode how if you do join someone in a line, you got to make like a bit of a song and dance about it. Yeah. Uh, hey, buddy, thanks for holding the line. Right. I stepped so, away for one minute to get me this drink. Exactly. So the people behind you kind of know, oh, yeah, they're friends. He was saving her spot, whatever. Yeah. Um, I saw some of that. There was like a, a couple of girls that had like a dog. Mm-hmm. There's like a metal barrier basically separating the all ages area from like the free area. Mm-hmm. And someone kind of left the line. I guess they gave up on waiting. Sure pushed out through the metal barrier, opening up like a bit of a gap. Oh, boy. And so these two women, they kind of seized the opportunity and they're like pushing in from the gap that opened up, taking mm-hmm. this guy's spot. Sure. And uh, there was just like another couple there. Like these two women were Irish, clearly right. had a thick Irish accent. Yeah. There was a couple of black guys in front of me 
clearly did not have an Irish accent. Uh, and they're like, hey, cousin, blah, blah, blah. No. Basically, I swear, they were just trying to be like, you know, pretend they were relatives. And sure. the black guys were like, hot Irish girls, fuck yeah, come on in. Like, right, exactly. Ah, oh, you got a cute puppy, blah, blah, blah. And the line wasn't like, you know, so slow that I was like. So does being, is the question, does being hot get you in the front of the line? Answer is yes. Clearly. <laughs> I mean, it's a, if you're hot, have a cute accent, have like a cute dog with you. All these things are going to work to your favor. Right. In that situation, though, they really, like if they had been better actors, maybe I would have bought it. Right. It would have been a stretch considering, you know, the I mean, difference in... colours does help. Yeah. You need to look... Not even colours. You need to look similar. Right. But it was clearly like, hey, we're putting on a show for everyone, but we're obviously lying about yeah. it. Yeah. And like, it's almost like they turned around and did, are we? Yeah. Right. <laughs> no, no one was buying it. Right. It's uh, So that was an example of bad line etiquette. But I did appreciate later on, I'm in line for drinks. Mm. It was nearing the end of the day. I think, you know, the little, uh, the 18 plus area closed at like 9 p.m. Yes, or something. Yeah. And so I'd already been in line for like 20 minutes. The drinks line was going much slower. Mm-hmm. If you essentially lined up by the time that I got to the front of the queue, you would basically not have enough time to, to actually get the drink. Yeah, get the drink right. and drink it before, before it, it, closed. it closed. And so, uh, I'm like nearing the front of the line. We formed a band and we knocked the stand over and burned it to the ground and drank the alcohol. Yeah, free alcohol. Great line. Win-win, basically. (laughs) No, I got to the front of the queue. Like I'm maybe like 10 meters from the front. Mm -hmm. That's maybe like two minutes from the front, basically. And this woman, as you did point out, 50-year-old plus if you want to, you know. She's like, hey, do you want to get a free drink? Oh, shit. And I was. Oh, my God. What do I have to do? Is that your first question? <laughs> well, I've... Am I about to wor- walk into the world of paid sex work? It felt like Is it. this a gateway? Well, because the last time I got a free drink at a concert... Oh, Lord. I, uh... Woke up three days later without a kidney. Well, that was my fear. It turned out... <laughs> it turned out my drink wasn't spiked or anything. But basically, like, this really drunk woman, mm. I guess she'd finally realised, hey... She had too much. I've hit my limit. Mm. I've got two drinks in my hand. I don't need both of them. She gave one to me. Right. And then I was stuck near her in the crowd. Right. Now, like, for the rest of the concert, I have to kind of make small talk with your, this, like, drunken woman. That's that, so bad. Yeah, I was, like, not interested in whatsoever. At one point, I finally kind of, like... I'm like Drifted I've, away. Yeah, like, I've put in enough time with you. Of the waves you. of people. Yeah, I've put in enough time with you that I'm like, all right, I've earned my free drink through... Right through our exchange <laughs> and I definitely wasn't the most scintillating conversation w- with her. Well, it sounds difficult. Yeah. Like she would not remember anything from no. that concert. I would wager. So whether or not I was charming or not, probably not a big deal, but yeah, certainly I think like my one word responses were not interesting enough to her. So she started like bugging other people in the area. Oh, like, right. Yes. But I, I kind of didn't think about that part of it. I'm like, all right, just say this drink is like no... Strings attached. Yeah. I'm like, oh, shit. Like now I'm going to have to basically be your friend for the next like half sure. an hour or whatever. And so I'm like, all right, I don't want that scenario to happen mm-hmm. again. But because we were in like the 18 plus area, like people are moving around and stuff. I'm like, yeah, it's not exactly the same situation. Let me hear your pitch, lady. Yeah. Lay it on me. So she's like, I'll give you this $10. Mm. You buy me a drink. 
and when you uh, give it to me, I'll give you another $10 to pay for your drink. What? So I would buy two drinks, mm. one with my $10, one with hers, mm. and then she would give me another $10 at the end. So I, like, I didn't just run off with her $10 and Jeez. her drink. She's been walking this scam for a while. Yeah, but... It worked. I got... Were you in the line and she wasn't? Yeah. Oh. She kind of just like moseyed up to the oh side God. of the line. Have you ever really yeah. loved a woman? It, it, worked, it worked out amazingly. <laughs> That's amazing. I love her. I got my free drink. Plus, I made about like $3. That's awesome. And yeah. I would be like, I'll have tap water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she got to skip the line. It worked out for both of That's us. That's great. As, as we said, it's like, this was only going to happen with a older like woman who's got money to burn no 20 year old is gonna be like oh no i'm not buying two drinks yeah yeah exactly but hear me out the right customer this is like a perfect way to skip the line oh it's amazing winner basically win 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 everyone wins so i I was thinking if you're gonna you know we were trying to work out tactics last episode that's the perfect example of how i was gonna say hear me out i've got a pitch for you speaking of pitches yeah line standing you're gonna like not sell, as fun as line dancing. You're gonna sell your spot in line. <laughs> no, I was just gonna. You can hire someone to stand in line in your place. So this has been tried before. Oh, it has. Yeah, like in uh, like one of those like Justin Bieber camp out kind of situations. Pretty much right. when I think it was the PlayStation Three launched. Huh. This guy hired a whole bunch of uh, homeless people. He's like, if you stand in line for like the next twenty four hours. I'll give you like $100 each. Sure. I'll get all of you to buy a PlayStation when they go on sale at midnight. And the first man to deliver it. Yeah. <laughs> he made some sort of Hunger Games situation. And it was probably the same kind of situation. It's like, I'll give you $100 now and $100. Like on a, delivery. Yeah. Right. So they don't just like run off with all the tech. And then I'll go on eBay and like sell all of them for double the price because you can't get this stuff. Like 100% of the shipments that the store get, mm. they're going to sell out. You know that man better as Steve Jobs. Yeah. <laughs> And it's like, you can't just pre-order 20 of them because... Yeah, there's, there's a limit. Yeah, there's like usually a one per customer rule for those first few months when they're hard to get. Yeah. And so he's like, loophole it. Pretty smart. Yeah, he's kind of like employing a bunch of local homeless people. I mean, I don't hate it. It's creating employment. Yeah, it's easy money for them when all they have to do is stand in line. Yeah, So He's kind of genius, but I think in that... There's always a downfall. Yeah, in that particular instance... I think the store got like four PlayStations and so he is like paid like 20 guys to stand in line for him. So yeah, it did not quite pan out. Right. So you gotta, (laughs) you gotta know that you're guaranteed the allocation. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But it's, it's not a terrible idea, but I also don't want to live in a world where I'm waiting behind 30 guys who have basically bought their way to the front of the line. (sighs) How does your mom get on with her neighbors currently? (laughs) <laughs> you've been house-sitting for one day and you've mm-hmm. already managed to piss them off. Yeah. So uh, yeah. I don't think she even sees her neighbours. Like, I don't know how this is even possible. Mm, it's all about to change. Okay. <laughs> so we may become the focus of a Victoria police investigation. <laughs> you were telling me yesterday because you were moving into your new place as well. Right. And then I said before I was then house-sitting for the first week. It's actually for Ben's mum. Yeah, but... You were saying that one of your neighbours at this new place that you're moving into was complaining about you as well. Oh, he's insane, though. 
Like but how, like, how are you pissing off the neighbours at both places? <laughs> well, my neighbour's insane. So that's like, he's just not well. So it doesn't count. But funny story. I was pretty tired. I'd done a double shift and then like finished late, started early the next day. And it's my last day. Didn't sleep well. Then we're moving shit. And then I came to your mum's house. So we put the wrong address number into the GPS. <laughs> okay. How wrong were you? The wrong unit. So okay. anyway, we went to... So it's like, you know, you're going to the same street and the same everything else, but just the knocking on the wrong door, basically. Essentially, yeah. yeah. So, for example, if your mum lived in one, we went to five. Yeah. It's like a block of units, your mum's place. Yeah. I assume you know. I've been there. <laughs> I can vouch for this. Anyway, so we went to, for you know, example's sake, unit one. Yeah. And you had told me the way to get the keys and I wouldn't need a key to get those keys, right? They were somewhere in the garden. Yeah. So, number one, didn't have a garden, nor access. So, so at that point, <laughs> wouldn't you be like, hey, we should double check that we've got the right address? No, we were like, where is this hidden garden? We're like crawling all over the fences, like peering into all these different holes. <laughs> Eventually, I'm wandering around and I find a garden. I'm and like, does the, are the lights off and everything? Like, there's no indication that anyone's there. Yeah. Okay. So I was like, oh, I guess this is maybe like the communal garden, which is a weird place to hide your keys. But I guess like they're just a really close neighborhood. Maybe it's kind of Melrose Placey. <laughs> sure. And um, so then I looked in the place where the keys would be and they were there. So I was like, okay, I guess they just really trust each other. Oh, you found a spare set of keys. Yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> the keys. Yeah. In the correct garden. And I was like, well, I've got the keys. Went back to unit one. And attempted to insert them in the door and turn them and argue loudly with my boyfriend that we couldn't get in. Wait, so are the keys to my mum's place? Yes. Or are these just another random set of oh, keys? No. Keys to your mum's house. So I've gone to a separate garden and been like, this is nowhere near unit one. This yeah. must be a shared garden where mum, where Ben's mum has just hidden the keys. So there must be like just a really cosy neighbourhood. And the only garden or the only other garden was the actual garden. Yeah, that was the only garden. Okay. No one else has a garden. Right. So I was like, I guess this is a shared garden. Yeah. So then I take them back to the wrong apartment and proceed for probably 20 minutes to get inside with the wrong keys. And they went in. They just wouldn't turn and open anything. <laughs> and no one like came out while you were trying to break into the house. Fortunately, no. Because that would have been an awkward conversation. Right. And we were having like a loud argument. <laughs> because we're like, you're a dummy who can't turn keys. And it's like, who's the who dummy now? It's like, you couldn't even open a gate 10 minutes ago. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and it's about probably 11 o'clock at night. And you're, this went on for 20 minutes before you decided to look at the address? Yeah. Because I uh, texted this to you twice. Uh-huh. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, we did check the address. We checked what we typed into Google Maps, which was incorrect. Yeah, that's not checking the address. That is not checking the address. Thank you for noticing. But like my mum's garden, like you say, it kind of seems like a communal garden. It doesn't. It seems pretty attached to her uh, actual... It sure does. So I was like, then all the lights were on, obviously to welcome me. But I was thinking like, because the people in this house are home. Oh, so right. I was like, I certainly hope that I don't get caught just wandering around a neighbor's garden. Yeah, yeah. It was just the riskiest night of my life. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah okay that makes more sense because i would think oh, i found the keys here they match this place but you thought oh because the keys are here and the lights are on 
it's not this place. No, I yeah, was like, yeah. someone's home in this house. Right, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, okay, that, so it's not this one. Because, yeah, that, that part makes a bit more sense. Otherwise, I'd be like, you were so close. Like, I how know. did you fuck this up? How did you not work it out? Yeah. I know. I was, like, I'm, I was like, this is the only garden here. I'm going to go into it. Yeah. But all the lights are blazing and there's plenty of windows on and, like, the doors are open. Yeah, yeah. I'm... You're just like lucky you didn't like break a window or something. Like I got to get in there somehow. Oh, right, like a, there's a cat in there starving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that was uh, the debacle of the first night at your mom's house. Uh, eventful first night. Thank you. Hopefully, now that you know where to go, smooth sailing from here. Well, I'm forcing one of us to be in the house at all times. Yeah, just so someone can <laughs> let me in. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Good plan. But yeah, I do hope they've got like one of those video doorbells or something we can just like <laughs> watch the footage yeah. of relationships slowly disintegrating right like watch this uh, video go viral over the next few days of like two dumbasses on doorstep <laughs> that's what it'll be called yeah. two dummies on wrong doorstep <laughs> changing tracks a bit we've uh, been following oh so closely the R. Kelly sex cult story have we ever and uh, there's been some developments this mm-hmm. week that I thought why not check in on Kelly or R, as his friends might call him. <laughs> I bet they don't. This is from TMZ. Mm-hmm. R. Kelly FBI investigates Azriel Clary flight when she was a minor. Mm-hmm. R. Kelly allegedly arranged a coast-to-coast trip for Azriel Clary when she was underage, and the FBI is now looking into the trip to see if R. Kelly committed a federal crime, TMZ has learned. Azriel, one of the women featured in Surviving R. Kelly, was flown from Palm Springs to Phoenix to Orlando on May 25th, 2015. Mm-hmm. She flew US Airways leaving Cali at 6.57am and eventually landing in Florida at 4.09pm. A source connected to Azriel's family tells us the flights were arranged by a woman who was R. Kelly's assistant at the time. Here's why it's potentially a big deal. Azriel was only 17 at the time and that means R. Kelly could have violated the Mann Act, the federal act that makes it illegal to transport a minor across state lines for purposes of sex, debauchery or prostitution. I like that debauchery is thrown in there as well. Just like, there's no loopholes. Like, it wasn't yeah. for sex or prostitution. It's like, yeah, we still well, got you, motherfucker. It was, there was something debauched going on. <laughs> We're told the FBI just learned about the flights within the last week. As we reported, the FBI has also been in touch with Joycelyn Savage's father multiple times in the last 18 months. So it's clear the feds are taking the R. Kelly allegation seriously. Finally. R. Kelly sources tell us the singer believes he did nothing wrong because he claims this signed note from Azriel's mum, Alice, gave Kelly's assistant consent to care for Azriel. And there's a note there. It's not a great defense because, as you can see, it's dated September 21st, 2015, but Azriel made the trip in May 2015. However, we're told R. Kelly's camp thinks the note shows her parents were generally willing to let Azriel travel with him. He might end up having to make that point in court. Stay tuned. Now... Not usually the kind of dry story that no. we cover, but I oh. thought it was important because it does say R. Kelly has been potentially transporting uh, women across state lines. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you've been following Insane Ramblings, you might remember some evidence that we played <laughs> on the podcast kind of backs that up. <laughs> and so I thought we could do a bit of a mock court and just, like, see how this trial <laughs> might play out. Okay. Because I got a feeling yeah. if uh, the prosecutors choose to uh, use that key piece of evidence, we might have a slam dunk case here. I mean, there's nothing more that I want that I want than a slam dunk. So, n- lay it on me. I- All right. 
I'm not an R. Kelly fan at all. I'm hating this. Let's do it. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to take the role of uh, prosecutor and R. Kelly in this uh, scenario. Lay it on me. I just feel like R. Kelly. I'm an upstanding citizen. Mm. I never try to take anyone from their home. I don't know what has led you to believe that I did this kind of thing, but I assure you I'm completely innocent. Uh, yes, it's very interesting. I'll just, uh, let's go to uh, exhibit number one. Let, let me uh, play you this, Your Honor. I think it kind of demonstrates that maybe R. Kelly isn't completely innocent. Okay. But it's so hard to get back and forth, so hard to get back and forth. Problem. How am I gonna get you from Ethiopia to America? Let me think. Let me think. Yeah, I was asking the whole group. That was just like a general question. A question like how how would you get someone? Yeah, yeah. In theory. Right. There's a lot of poverty in Africa. It can be a dangerous place. Imagine lots of people want to come back to America. Sure. Like I'm just. You know, just a question. Like, yeah. how would I get just you? throwing it out there. It's hypothetical. Like, if I'm, you know, just in theory. Right. I wasn't specifically preying on the vulnerable, newly single women in the crowd as if I would do anything like that. It's disgusting. Uh, judge, you're on a exhibit number two. Question. Is there anybody out there single? That broke up with a man and they looking for somebody else right now. You gotta be single. You gotta be single. Single lady, put your hands in the air right now so I can see you. So I can see you. Ew. <laughs> Uh, it's all out of context. I was just being polite, making small talk, that kind of thing. You know who's single? I'm single. Yeah, it's completely innocent. And then, you know what? Now that I think about it, that could be anyone on stage. There's no evidence that that was even me, uh, R. Kelly. Uh, you know, just making chats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, judge, please, let's go to exhibit number three. Do you have your passport? Did you get your shots? Girl, would you like to come back with Rob to America? Okay, I can see how this looks bad. Yeah. It definitely looks bad. I'm, go- I'm not going to deny that. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I feel like we've got a slam dunk case if, uh, if that's anything like how this is going to play out. <laughs> we, uh, he's getting nailed to the wall. Yeah. Vicky uh, kind of uh, pointed out in the podcast last time we played this song. For anyone who's like completely confused, this is R. Kelly in Ethiopia about a decade ago. So great. Singing just some impromptu song about coming back to America. Just the whole thing just makes me tense up with ear. As it should. Uh, Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) But the best part that doesn't really translate to audio, you have to kind of go watch the full clip. Oh, it's just so... Is uh, when he talks about thinking. Yeah, like how do I get you back to America? There's a good, I don't know, 15, 20 seconds of silence 
where he just kind of ponders. Yeah, he like looks into the distance, puts his finger on his chin in the sort of that yeah. thinking owl shape like and he's, looks confused. Right, like he's not a great actor. But it's like, no. how do I look like I'm thinking this one through? It's like, mm. am I going to gonna get some kind of boat to get you back to America. No, 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 no. That doesn't make sense, Rob. Passports and shots all around. (laughs) And it's like, yeah, he's got like, it's so close to being a cartoonish light bulb going off above his head. I'm surprised they didn't have that. When he says shots, thinking back on knowing how creepy he is now. Yeah. Are we convinced that we know that he means inoculations? What, you think he's talking like pistols? Oh, no. <laughs> like, have you been shot? <laughs> no, like... I don't want anyone who's got bullet wounds. No, like, are you boozed up? Oh, yeah, like, okay. Uh, cocksucking cowboys all around right. before we leave. no one now would hang out with him sober. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get the tequila. Yeah, right. <laughs> Hopefully this isn't going to drag out for too much longer. There was another story about, like, another tape mm-hmm. that had got out. So I feel like the evidence is finally mounting. Maybe this is the end of it. Come on. I guess we'll see. (laughs) One last question before we sign off for today, Mm -hmm. I think. Is it acceptable? No, probably not if (laughs) you're asking. Almost certainly, but hear me out. Okay. Is it acceptable to tell someone they're fucking up your iCal? Let me explain. You're fucking up. They're fucking up your iCal? Yeah. How? Facebook. Is it me? It's not you. Oh, that's a change. Okay. So what happens is Facebook events automatically get synced to my calendar and my phone. Yeah, me too. Uh, If you click not attending, it doesn't show up. Uh, Yeah. But otherwise, even a non-response. It sits there. Yeah, it's just like, hey, there's that little dot on your calendar and your phone saying you got something on that day. Yeah. I hate it when it's like... You get a dot on your phone and it's like, Tasmanian Regatta Day is on. It's so annoying. I don't need, <laughs> I don't to, need know. to know about the Hobart Regatta. Well, especially because so many of the important dates that just I seem to pop up on the iPhone by default mm. are American holidays that have nothing to do with me. Oh, like, mine's at least Australian ones. I seem to have both. Oh, like, right. I don't get American ones. But mine, yeah, I'll get like Northern Territory Day. I'm sure I can go out of my way to enable just the Aussie ones. Trust me, it doesn't help. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, there's, even if I could do that, there seems to be enough, uh, oh, this is a Queensland only holiday that mm-hmm. it's like, oh, good to know that my Queensland colleagues are getting the day off. Right. But like, I didn't need to know that it was Groundhog Day or President's Day recently. <laughs> oh yeah, you've been getting those. There's like so many of them, but it's like <laughs> completely irrelevant. Like maybe the only useful way that it comes in handy is, oh, my uh, regularly scheduled American talk shows are not on today. This is Because true. it's Groundhog it's Day. Right. Yeah, right. I do like Groundhog Day. At least you're getting Groundhog Day. It could always be worse. <laughs> Regardless, I keep a pretty tight iCal apart from those kind of things. Oh, I've vlogged mine. I put anything in there. See, I... I want to know that if there's a dot there, mm-hmm. it means I'm busy. Oh, yeah. No, that's not me at all. Because I've had people, especially like it doesn't really happen so much now, but in the early days of Facebook, they would invite you to a Facebook event for like the entire month. Right. And it's like, hey, this is some kind of oh, that was bad. month-long yeah. fundraiser that... Now I've got a dot on every day. Right. Yeah. And so if I want to know if I'm busy that day, I can't just at a glance see because there's a dot every day of the month and so for like 
30 days I have to manually click on each day oh, to kind right, of and see. be like nope nope yeah. yeah okay and so my whole calendar is like filled to the brim with something that I'm you know not even associated with it's just like yeah. some random person that I met six years ago at a New Year's Eve party right. invited He's me like to doing the, November yeah exactly and so this instance I had a friend invite me to her uh, birthday okay yep fine but i think she's stuffed up this is like a common problem with iphone events i guess facebook might work similarly Mm -hmm. when you set a start and end date for whatever reason it doesn't just default to the same day it might be like because you flip through like am and pm just somewhere in that process Mm -hmm. it'll be like start today end the next day yes and so if you don't like kind of catch that the event lasts for like, instead of two hours, it's like 26 hours. Oh, okay. Right. Yes, that's true. And so I got invited to like this birthday picnic Mm -hmm. that went from like Saturday midday in my calendar to Sunday afternoon. And I was like, first of all, like, are you sure that's not correct? Yeah. Is this not the world's (laughs) longest picnic that like somewhere in this time frame? come to the park. Right. I'll probably be there the whole time. (laughs) Right. I'm like... It's a sit-in for my birthday. <laughs> yeah. like I, I'm chaining myself to a tree. Well, this was the question. Like, there's not a 0% chance that she just screwed up. Like, it could... No, have, she could be chaining herself she, to a tree. Yeah, she could have had, like, a two-day-long party. Not necessarily, like, I'm thinking people are going to show up at, like, 2 a.m., but maybe mm-hmm. she, like, lives in the area and it's like, hey, I'll just be hanging around this park all weekend. I don't know. And so, it turned out that wasn't the case. Okay. It was just supposed to be the Saturday. But how do you bring it up to someone? It's like, hey, you're fucking up my eye, Cal. Because it, on that Tell Sunday, me. I want to know that I'm free. You say I wouldn't put it like that. I'd be like, hey, you realize your event's going for two days. Can I come at 1 a.m.? Do you think like is that appropriate? Can I just be like, can you fix your event? I wouldn't say can you fix your event. That well, is it weird. basically I want to know, is it? petty of me to be like for my ocd calendar sake yes (laughs) can you get away with it just be like oh did you know that this is like overnight that's basically what ended up happening i was talking to her for something else anyway and then while we were having that discussion i kind of tried to pass it off as like oh and by the way did you know that's what you need to do oh did you know it goes to the next day yeah otherwise yes it is petty and she was like i was oh i didn't realize it was a mistake blah 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 i wasn't having the world's largest picnic <laughs> and you had a good hearty laugh and your yeah. iCal was fixed and thankfully yeah it automatically updated itself because that's the other fear it's like once it's in there maybe it's, it's like, in there forever yeah sometimes it like stays and it's or like, like she'd screw it up worse just to mess with you like make it a week long right now. well then we at that point we get defriended i'm just oh, wow. <laughs> like Woo-hoo. for my cal- my facebook calendar's sake i'll just defriend you until until the week-long event has passed and then i'll <laughs> add I you don't back need you. yeah but are you as obsessive about this as I am or it's just like... You know that I'm not. Anything goes. I don't think anyone is. It, it annoyed me so much. Like the first time I'm like, I can let that go. By the fifth time that I click on that date to see You're what like, I've got what on. What are you doing that Sunday? Nothing. Yeah. I'm like, oh, God, right. <laughs> <laughs> no, what I hate is... Um, so I don't travel that often between time zones, like maybe three times a year. Yeah. And frequently when I do that though, I'll be speaking to someone in Melbourne and they'll be like, oh, so, you know, when you get back, I'll see you at two o'clock to do this thing or whatever. Yep. So I put it in at two o'clock and then your iPhone automatically updates when you change. Time zones. Yeah. 
yeah, I've had this problem when I was in um, Europe recently mm-hmm. because I was so confused. I put all my flight details in. Right. And I was glad that I noticed it when I went over there because if I had just gone by my calendar and my phone as opposed to like checking my itinerary that I printed out, it's like, oh, my flight's not till tomorrow. Right. But I looked at it and I was like, wait, tomorrow at 3 a.m. Like that doesn't seem right when really it was like the night before at 10 or something. But yeah, because of the time zone differences, it kind of just like updates them automatically. And then also the same thing, like anytime I was overseas and I put in a new event. They thinking that you put it in in the time zone that you're in, but yeah. I wasn't. But I who, was like, who oh, would it's do that? Two o'clock in Melbourne. I'll put it in for yeah. two o'clock. I know I'm in Melbourne then. No one. It's madness. That's like the most useless feature. Function. It, I like, know. A function. And then when I got back, all of my appointments were screwed by like three hours. Yeah. And it was so confusing. I was like, did it change? Is that the right time? Did it not change? Like, yeah, why does like, this happen? It's like when you wake up on daylight savings day. Where yeah. You're like, well, which of these clocks updated automatically and which do I have to now fix? And what time is it? Thank you, microwave, because I know you don't. Yeah, you always need like that one analog clock. Thank you, that microwave. That keeps the old time just so you can calibrate every other clock off it. It's always the microwave. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Apple, stop. Like, I know you're trying to be smart. But it doesn't actually help. No one's like, it's so oh, it's 5 a.m. here. Yeah, now I'll do the calculations because right, I know I'll be back that. on the other side of the world exactly. when I have this meeting. Precisely. Yes, yeah, that's the dumbest feature. Like, there's got to be a way to turn it off, but by default, that should never well, you be have on. Well, you can put in a place for your plan, and then I think it doesn't happen, maybe, but no one's doing that. Oh, right. Like you Maybe. Can put in, I like, could be wrong. Don't quote me GPS on that. GPS coordinates. Right. Wherever my you know, picnic is. is. Yeah. Oh, it's so frustrating. Thanks, everyone. For <laughs> you can email me, Ben, at insaneramblings.net. You can get me, Vicky, at insaneramblings.net. Podcast at insaneramblings.net will find us as well. Um, it is very, very helpful. So if you wouldn't mind just jumping on iTunes, doing a quick rate of us. And then the most helpful thing you can do for the podcast is please, 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 fingers, palms, crossed uh leave us a review that's really really helpful and uh while you're there go check out my sister's new podcast of course it's called reality tv and me she basically talks about the real housewives franchises but occasionally branches off into uh life after lockout oh yeah i think that's like the gist of it so far but she's doing really well she's got about like 11 episodes out so far yeah it's it's seemingly on a trajectory to surpass us in amount of episodes by next week. Like, yeah, I think she's it, killing it. In the time that we've put out two or three episodes, she's put out 11 episodes. <laughs> so not fucking around over no. there. She's, she's great. It's yeah. hilarious. Very funny. She did like a crossover episode with another podcaster who was on the Jenny McCarthy show recently. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, if you're into any of those Housewives shows, definitely check it out. You've yeah, heard her on the podcast. Worth a look. It's great. She's always got something interesting to say. I didn't understand most of it. It was like a lot of... I think they were talking about Jax. I don't know who Jax is, but... Nope. I assume people who watch Real Housewives know and love or love to hate Jax. <laughs> so uh, I'm sure that makes sense to someone out there because annoyingly, 11 episodes in, doing way too good for herself. Ah, uh, yeah. Very successful. Very funny. Uh, very interesting if you're into reality TV. And if you're not, uh, also still quite... It's all quite good. 
So uh, also jump on Spotify. You can find us there and subscribe as well if you know that's just your preferred platform of choice. And of course, we're on Facebook, facebook.com slash insane ramblings. You'll get little clips to share on your own page. There's behind the scenes stuff, some stuff about every episode. And you might get a comment back from me or Ben. Away, sea boat. Sea boat, sea boat, sea boat, sea boat. There's an echo. <laughs> Before we start recording, shall we record our promo for to send to Kirsty? Let's do it. What? What? This is Ben. Are you going to jump in? No. Oh, okay. And <laughs> Sorry, I thought this was reality. <laughs> sure, sure. Uh, I thought it was a reality TV podcast. So in reality, I'd be eating chips and ignoring you. It sounds good to me. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> you probably don't recognize my voice, but I'm Kirsty's brother. And I am no relation to Kirsty. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we do a podcast called Insane Ramblings. We've been doing it for almost 10 years now. Yeah, it's uh, on every second week and we sit in chairs. Do it. <laughs> yeah. Those are the big facts. <laughs> I feel like we're not selling this well enough. <laughs> People are going to be like, I don't know. Why am I listening to this? They sit in chairs. <laughs> I feel like that sums up most podcasts. and So, you know, we're, it's, we're comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> it's not one of those standing podcasts. We won't start complaining halfway that our feet hurt. It's funny from start to end. But the thing is, we probably will complain about it. <laughs> like, we complain about everything on this show. The feet is where it starts and just goes from there. So, if you want to listen to a podcast where two people complain about aches and pains, even though they're sitting in a chair, <laughs> you should listen. <laughs> Worst sales pitch in the history of podcasting. Here's something you might like. My sister, Kirsty who uh, I assume you're big fans of at this point. She's been on many an episode, uh, including episode 101. She mm-hmm. sat in throughout the whole show. So uh, if you like what she's got to say, jump in there, I would say. And uh, maybe you'll find something that is slightly more interesting than complaining about our feet <laughs> and, you know, the chairs that we're sitting in. You might also not, but regardless, it's a good place to start. She had a regular segment on our show called The Kirsty Experiment mm-hmm. where she talks about her dating life. Mm-hmm. You can hear hilarious things that she had to say like this. We'll put a clip there. Clippity clip clip. Do you want to say Sorry it? about the clip show. Do you want to say and like this? You know, throw to another one. Oh, you want me to say it like that or you want me to say and like this? Or like this, something like that. You want me to say it like that or say or like this? Yes. <laughs> or like this. Clip Sorry about the <laughs> show. And if you like that, maybe you'll stick around and listen to more of us. Yeah. So if you're looking for a podcast where we talk about movies that were never made and probably shouldn't be, the etiquette of standing in lines and whether or not you should help me out. <laughs> <laughs> we talk about pop culture. We talk about whatever craziness is going on in the world of hip hop. Just basically our lives, whatever comes to mind, essentially. Mm -hmm. So if any of that sounds of interest to you, 
check us out. InsaneRamblings.net is where you can find us or just jump on iTunes and anywhere basically that you can subscribe to podcasts. And uh, of course, we all always cover the pressing topics like the size of Ben's head and his Japanese fortune for the rest of the year. So that's not to be missed. Away, see you, Away, see you, <laughs> I feel like we can use some of it. Should we do the start again? Because I feel like the start needs work. I think it all needs work. Should we just do another take and take I can like cobble together something? All right. What's up, everyone? This is Ben. Every bun. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, everyone? This is Ben. And this is Vicky. And you can find us on Insane Ramblings, our podcast that we've been doing for about 10 years now. I'm a bear. <laughs> I'm Kirsty's brother. I'm a bear. <laughs> I'm a bear and Vicky will one day aspire to be a bear. Yeah, I have trained a bear to speak and this is what the podcast is about. If you've ever wanted to hear a bear's opinions on things such as pop culture, whether or not you should stand in line and why you shouldn't give out the directions to Kanye West's uh, house in your songs if you don't want to start a diss, listen to our podcast. <laughs> I think you mean, I mean who else is <laughs> who else has got a co-host that's a talking bear? I mean, come on! It's uh like play school for grown-ups. Yeah, I know there's enough other you know talk shows out there that just talk about their daily lives, and you're mm. like, why would I listen to these <laughs> you know these random people in Australia that I've never heard of, mm. as opposed to someone much hotter and famous and whatever? Because Ben will come and tear you to shreds. Because I. <laughs> Have my massive claws and teeth. <laughs> and one by one, I'm going to eat all of the non-listeners. Oh, God, help me. So help me, please listen. If you don't want to be on that list, <laughs> then listen to Insane Rambling. I mean, our other draw cards is obviously uh, you've been listening to the amazing and hilarious Kirsty. And if you want a bit more content about her, you can catch clips such as this. Or this. Or, of course, this unforgettable clip. Or just listen to uh, episode 104 where she sat in on the whole show and uh, that's a good place to get started. And then maybe if you like what you hear, stick around and listen to the rest. So, uh, <laughs> you know, she did a regular, a recurring segment on our show called The Kirsty Experiment where we talked about her dating history, each one more entertaining than the last, more insane than the last. And uh, I feel like if you like reality TV and me, you're going to like what you hear as well. That's right. Uh, so if you're into podcasts that are about movies, pitching movies that never were and probably should never be, that cover things from how you call dibs on a bed to how you might get to the front of a line quickly and efficiently by using Seinfeld characters, you've found the right one. Finally. Or should I say, <laughs> Away, see, vote. And I'm a bear. Well, I was going to say, and I'm Ben, but I also was going to say, I'm Kirsty's brother, and it all got mangled together. I'm a bear. And I'm Vicky, and I'm a bear. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's go. What's Woo! up? What? Sorry. <laughs> Woohoo! Don't use that. <laughs> Sorry. What's up, everybody? This is Ben. And this is Vicky. And you're listening to the promo for Insane Ramblings, which is our podcast. We've been doing it for almost 10 years now. And uh, if you like reality TV and me, I can guarantee you'll find something to love with us. Star, not guaranteed. <laughs> uh, so this is the podcast coming from uh, Kirsty's brother, Ben, and his co-host, myself, Vicky, where we cover popped 
culture topics such as why you should never remember the directions to Kanye's house, how to efficiently win yourself a spot in line with Seinfeld characters and um, why sour flavor Fanta is a lie. I mean, isn't that what every podcast fan has been looking for all these years? Like, why is no one talking about these important hot button issues? Yeah. Finally, there's a show out there doing it. And there's also a really hot button. What, what happens if I press it? I don't know. No one's willing. <laughs> it's too hot. We'll save that for the season finale. Right. Well, so, you know. Listen in. If we get a thousand listeners, we'll touch the hot button. <laughs> <laughs> now that's a reason to tune in. Alone. So, uh, you can hear uh, almost 200 episodes of our podcast many of which feature my sister in crazy moments like this one. She shone through in this. <laughs> and even this. You won't believe, she said. <laughs> <laughs> Clip 13 will amaze you. <laughs> Australian woman learns one <laughs> trick that stuns doctors worldwide. What was it? Make money from home as a stay-at-home mum with these tips. And who could forget the time that... (laughs) (sighs) (sighs) Uh, So, if any of that tickled your fancy... (laughs) Sorry. So, So if any of that caught your attention... Then jump on to our insaneramblings.net and uh, I'm sure there's much more where that came from. Kirsty used to do a regular segment called The Kirsty Experiment where she would talk about her dating life and, uh, you know, hint, it was traumatic. So, <laughs> but always entertaining. Mm. So if you want to hear about how Ben killed my dog and how I broke into his mother's ma- neighbor's house, we have the content for you. Away, see you Grr. <laughs> the girl come back call back um to a promo part they won't <laughs> yeah cool insane ramblings